Listening to the Gotham Chronicle, powered by the BatmanUniverse.net. Check out the Batman Universe for this and many other great Batman podcasts. Today we're going to be talking about the episode Smile Like You Mean It. I am Josh, and with me is. This is Donovan smiling because I mean it. Yeah. And you know what, Donovan? I'm smiling. I like this episode. Um, are you smiling? Um. No, but but, oh, but, but I was afraid of that. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not out to this episode. So I, I think we could do this I'm without you know you feeling bad. <laughs> like it's my life's been to like just like not just like badly review an episode of the show, but like destroy it. Like like your kingpin from like Spider Man the Animated Series. <laughs> destroy, blast you up. What's going on out there? The ratings are good. Yeah. So. uh we have our, you know, multiple plot lines this episode. Gordon and, and Bullock trying to stop the resurrection of Jerome. Uh, and this guy, he can't resurrect Jerome, so he rips Jerome's face off and then, like, puts it on himself. And he's like, aha, this will fool no, this will fool everybody. And it does. And he's like, but wait, Jerome was in you all along, you know, he says, doing his best Rafiki impression. But it turns out Jerome wakes up anyway. And Lee, like, humorously, like, you know, gives him, like, you know, the DVDs for the rest of season two of Gotham and, like, uh iTunes episodes of like the season three so far, like she like everything that happened. She was like, "Oh, I see." So, Calavan died twice, and uh, Jim Gordon and you broke up, and he killed your uh, husband on night. Interesting, interesting, and uh, other such stuff like that. And uh, she's like, "Go ahead and laugh." He's like, "I will." <laughs> Go ahead and laugh. Oh, I will. It's funny, <laughs> just like Don and I did. <laughs> Jerome will probably be our guest host, you know, one of these days. You know, like <laughs> laughing at the insanity of uh, Gotham. In the meantime, Penguin is sad because, you know, Ghost Dad and, you know, interviews and, um, and uh, you know, his press secretary said that his, that like his mayoral inauguration had a bigger crowd than it actually did and you know, stuff like that. And <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. for some reason, he's taking orders from Barbara Keene, who's like, come on, Penguin, I have an idea. How about you call, you know, all the gangs together to tell them who's boss and then you kill some of them. And Penguin's like, did you really think I'd fall for that? Why, you probably never called a meeting at all. Why, if I call Tommy Bones right, ring. Tommy Bones, this minor character who's been kind of like doing cameos since season one. What are you doing here? And uh, it's all part of this whole like, you know, plot between um, Tabitha. What are you doing here on the phone? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So he's like, all right, Barbara, I believe you. I'll do whatever you say because for some reason you're a person who – the mayor takes seriously uh, it sounds like i hate the episode based on this i really didn't uh, so you're not wrong though yeah <laughs> meanwhile uh <laughs> we're getting our you know reverse mask of the phantasm plot where you know bruce is you know going to give the money to selena's mom to like you know help pay off her blackmailer but sock live blue in a twist that everybody could see coming even Bruce, apparently, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I was say, like, yeah. Which, which, I kind of guessed this halfway through the episode, but I was really hoping I was wrong. And like, 
this actually made me think of Stella because like Stella gets really, really upset when like people like lie and manipulate emotions on shows. And I was like, Oh, like <laughs> I was like thinking of like Stella when like she was worried that Selena was lying about like knowing who the killer of the Waynes was. So, uh, Selena is ticked at her mom and then she's ticked at Bruce and like in a very good scene, like she's like, fight me, kid, fight me, fight, fight me, damn you. <laughs> And Bruce and Bruce like kind of kind of like one handedly like blocks her, which is good because he's been trained. Yeah, well, and he knows that like you know you can't hit a hit a woman, <laughs> like because then if he does, she'll say. Well, Adam West does, but Michael yeah, Keaton. How will. could you? I'm a woman. I'm. I'm, <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. As I said, I'm a. Woman. As I said, <laughs> so Selena, in retaliation, you know, of the oppression that she's getting for Bruce, organizes a woman's march, you know, with. Uh, Barbara Keene. Okay, that's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a touch too much. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Hamilton was... It's, Hamilton it's not even offensive, it's just, it's just like not... <laughs> just random. <laughs> <laughs> she gets Scarlett Johansson and Chris Rock and Ian McKillen. <laughs> so, that was uh, Gotham, you know. It, at least, you know, like, that was maybe like 70% of, like, you know, actual events of Gotham, 30% exaggeration. <laughs> what should we talk about? Actually, you know, I, I want to talk about Bruce and Selena because I I've always been a fan of like these two actors' chemistry with each other, and they just killed it in that final scene. I mean, that whole like plot of like you know the relative who's out of your life coming back with a fake you know plot, and they're actually going to take money going around. Like that's an old sitcom trope, and I was really hoping that this wasn't true and. I mean, I guess it's better than her being involved in the treasure hunt plot because it's like, how did she find Selena and Bruce and them anyway? Like during this like court of owls heist, I don't know. I guess because she has Catwoman powers, just like Selena. Did. It, they, they said that like 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 she went to Gotham knowing that Selena and Wayne. Well, no, I, I I could see that. I mean, because they have been seen together. You know, it's. I mean, I don't think it's. A, but who is Selena Kyle? I mean, like you know. How, yeah, who, who but I mean, she might have seen like on like you know. Insta- like an Instagram picture of Bruce and Selena together at like Penguin's inaugural like party at that bar from a few episodes. It's it's not out of bounds. The kiss and plus like you know people on the streets talk and there's like you know gossip and stuff like that. Like I could see like some street person telling a street person and because you know Maria Kyle or whatever her name was travels underground that it, it got to her. I am wondering how she found them in like the court of Al because that like made me think she was part of this like stupid treasure hunt plot. Which, oh yeah, we didn't get this week. Thank goodness. Um, also, did she not kill like, like like a member of the Court of Owls rather easily? But she's a, she's a, she's a simple burglar. Yeah, I, it, this makes it look like the storyline is not as like convoluted and wrapped up in the other stuff as we thought it was initially. Which I guess is okay. Like I, I, you and I weren't didn't seem too hot on the whole Selena's mom thing in the first place. But like. It was a good... No. In the end of the day, I did not like the cliche of, like, she was just using the Selena, but it was a good means to an end of, like, you know, getting Cameron B. Condova, you know, some good acting scenes and some conflict between her and Bruce where he's like, you know, I didn't want to... I didn't want to tell you. And it's... I guess if you were in Bruce's situation, like, what would you do? The same thing. I mean, like... I mean, because he says, you know, like, I could have either told you this and you would have hated me or not told you this, and then, you know, hopefully things will work for the best. Because, like, you know, really, it's Aaliyah's own fault that she found this out. You know? Like, 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 like granted, her, it, w- it would not have been a good thing for her mom to kind of go back for money. But, well, and Bruce said that his like, hope is that, like, if she had the money, maybe she would, like, stick around and, like, change her mind about, like, being a bad mom and, like, be a good, like, good mom. 
I mean, I, I kind of understand Selena's feelings, but I'm not agreeing with her, like, overall, oh, I, because, you know... I, I completely understand Selena's feelings, and it's also a case where, like, she is a 16-year-old girl who is mad, and she's looking for, like, some... And she's been played, and she hates being played, so she's going to blame it on everyone that she can. Um... I mean, I honestly didn't necessarily see that coming because I wasn't looking for anything. I was just kind of like just watching it and waiting for it to be over so I can go back to like the Gordon craft to laugh at. <laughs> so like when, when when it turns out, you know, actually she was in it the whole time. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then Cameron Bacon Dova kind of just runs it because Cameron Bacon Dova's like scenes in like the last two or three episodes have all been the exact same. Her like, you know, angrily objecting to everything everyone is saying. Um, except for when she makes fun of Alfred. So like her scene with like Bruce... In the in the manner when they're getting the money and she walks out saying this is a stupid idea and then like her her scene with mom like you know how could you and then her scene with Bruce how could you it's all the same that being said she did a great job I mean she she I got, I could tell like she really I was watching it she really really did a good job like from the from like who she was talking to and like how she was channeling her emotions and I mean I have to imagine that she knows how to fight because like those those kicks look pretty pretty well done um, and Bruce like you know catching like that that was definitely engaging that um i think this season of gotham has kind of missed it's kind of missed this the, the bruce wayne kind of dynamic that season two had for the first half and i i i, I like i like it when bruce is you know has good stuff to work with and selena buys a byproduct so i did i agree that I, I did like that part about it but like the, the, the plot overall yeah it's kind of a snooze yeah i i, I liked it as a means to an end to like get cameron b condova like to that scene and stuff like that and um, I, I almost have to rewatch like the episode where like she shows up to like see like wait like yeah like why is she here and like what was the because for some reason I thought she had something to do with like the court of owls or something like that which well she shows up exactly where they are at the exact time to like take out a guy that like not even Alfred could take down like it it, it and I don't remember the guy being caught off guard like it, it rings really really uh, uh, manufactured in a way that kind of would hint towards a, a deeper meaning. And it's not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, Penguin. Um, <laughs> I was wondering, like, Penguin. why Barbara Keene? Like, she's, like, showing up at his mansion, like, giving him orders. And, like, I am glad that he questioned it, like, in the middle of the episode. He's like, okay, like, there are so many times where people have, like, set him up over the years and, like, tried to kill him. So he should be wise to it by now. And luckily, he was wise to it. But then, you know... I guess Barbara. Yeah, he, he's been played before. When was the last time he's been like played? Was it season one? Well, earlier this season, like, was that whole like you know uh, mayoral inaugural party at uh, the bar? Like, remember with with Butch? Oh yeah. But then like that was Nigma right. playing Butch playing Penguin and like. <laughs> right. <laughs> this this was a few episodes ago. Like this this is like recent memory. Well, no, it was. I mean, it was a few months ago. Yeah. Um, uh. I yeah, I don't like Barbara in this show. It's, the, the actress is fun, but like the character constantly makes you wonder why she's around. Um, I don't mind her and Tabitha being kind of a crime duo, but well, like they, they constantly she's, like she's throw saying her like as, what as Butch a, would say like two seasons ago. The Penguin like this is what you need to do. You need to call the mom bosses. You need to do this. Like why does Barbara know these things? Yeah, exactly. And and like I don't like questioning that because it just makes me realize that the writers are not putting that much thought into it because like. I, I still don't know what exactly she contributes to, like, to like Mafia. I mean, she has a nightclub, and that's she, has, she, literally, she, and she knows nightclub. everybody. She works with Tabitha, but, like... Who, 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 like, is, like, her bodyguard. But they don't... I mean, they've not said any crime they actually do. They just happen to know people. So, it, 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 you know, 
when did she get gain all this crime well, knowledge? Because Tabitha like, would know people, that. Because like, um, I'm gonna be killed by people if like you're not around because they think that you like me. And it's like, wait, so like, what, what she talking to? Why would the mafia care about killing Barbara Keen? Like, what did she do? Well, and also like, I don't buy like like Tabitha telling her much of this because Tabitha was like, she was more into like other stuff around Gotham and new to Gotham than the mafia stuff. Um, I mean, I, that, all that being said, like. I, I kind of wanted uh, Corey Michael Smith to be in the episode because, like, his scenes are always pretty good. <laughs> he appeared so, via phone. <laughs> he appeared via phone. I didn't like uh, I, as much as I liked uh, um, uh, Jessica Lucas. I didn't like, you know, like, oh, do we do Plan A or Plan B? Plan B, and she like guts everybody down because it's like, you know, it's just like, why is that so those easy? Those guys were off guard, and like they didn't have any like guys with them. Like these two girls. What? But 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 these guys are like, like are like seasoned hardened criminals. They can't like duck and fire a guy. Like I don't I don't like how easy it is to like kind of kill people off because the plot says it is. And I don't care with these guys. But like it was just in the you know. Well, that, Tommy Bones has been around like since like. season one, but I always forget like who he is. Like I always confuse him with like one of the other guys. Like with Alvarez. Not Alvarez, but, like, the, the, there's a guy who's, like, sometimes, like, when Penguin's not talking the butch, there's, like, another guy who's kind of, like... A, he was in this episode. He's in this episode. There's, like, another guy who kind of looks, like, similar to butch, who, like, who, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, is that one Tommy Bones? Like, when, whenever, but, like, I've seen his name in the credits since, like, season one, so it's, like, not Tommy Bones. Now he's dead. Like, <laughs> okay, our, our beloved... I, what has Tommy Bones even one. done? <laughs> Well, I mean, he he's just been like one of the mob people, like you know, from uh, who who never got up to the level of a Mister Zaz or a Butch Gilsey. Butch was nowhere near this episode, by the way, even though this was like part of like this plan that like the- he's he's been missing ever since. You notice he's been missing ever since, um, like he was betrayed by Riddler. Like, have we seen him? Well, since? yeah, Jessica. It, it was like a hit. Oh yeah, well yeah, when her she lost her hand. That's right. But yeah, no, wasn't that like they had that. This whole plan that's happening, isn't it like the four of them together, Riddler, Butch, Barbara, and Tabitha? And, that's true. And, um, and, we didn't see him last know, week, Yeah, I was about to say, did we see him last week? Because I honestly don't remember if like he was like there when like they did the Clayface reveal. I don't I think Maybe so. he's filming like a pilot for, you know, Comedy Central. Like, you know, he's, you know, like a big early, you know, mafia guy. She's... <laughs> He, he's, 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 she's she's a Russian, you know, like, you know, cupcake chef. Together, they have to share an apartment and write a blog. You know, <laughs> Drew Powell and um, random, you know, Disney Channel actress in Get <laughs> Off My Pillow, <laughs> coming soon to Comedy Central. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's all that can be said to that. <laughs> I, I, I mean. Yeah, I think the penguin plot was kind of like like like, like minusculely advanced. There was a lot. Oh, I thought it was real advanced. Time, actually, fine. it was like coming to a close, which actually makes me happy because I was not looking forward to like half a season of like Riddler and like Barbara and Tabitha and Butch going, ha You know, now that like Penguin, you know, I don't know, like unzipped his fly at this press conference, the next phase of our plan is like intuition, <laughs> and then like. Well, honestly, then, I'm not surprised because. They've been wrapping up uh, storylines every three episodes lately for a while. Well, that, that, that's good because, like, I'm used to, like, in shows like this, like, it taking half a season and then, like, there being a status quo for a while because I, I'm i not all about, like, them spinning their wheels, you know? Like, it, it, l- l- let's get this over with. Although I do wonder where it would go because 
I don't think Penguin or Riddler is going to die. I don't think that, I mean, maybe Barbara or Tabitha or Butch could die, although I think if Butch was going to die, it would have been a few episodes ago. Honestly, anybody can die. They, they, all they need to do is get, like, Frankenstein back to life. Yeah. By the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> One of my least favorite parts of, like, Gotham since, like, Hugo Strange that, like, like, I know that the Batman books have Lazarus pits and stuff like that, and, like, you know, people coming back to debt, like, the devil. Really? Only Lazarus pits? There's nothing else. Well, Superboy Prime, you know, punched a wall. Like, Plus the Lazarus pit, yeah. Plus the Lazarus pit, but, like, um, and then Superman, you know, is, like, even though it's not a Batman character, like, Superman came back from the dead. Other Batman characters that come back from the dead through the series. <laughs> I can't think of any instance where people come back from that in a Batman comic, unless it was recorded that they never died. Like or Stephanie Lazarus Brown, died. yeah, or uh, or Kathy Kane, or what, what happened to Damien? Oh, Bruce took his corpse. Or no, no, Dark. For some reason, his corpse was in Apocalypse, and like Darkseid did like juju magic on it, and like Bruce took it back. I think. I didn't read it. That's still <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I mean. There's that. I mean, there are people who come back from the dead in Batman comics. Uh, I'm of the opinion that that should really be like held off, though. Yeah, like it, it shouldn't be so. It shouldn't be so simple as like you know Batman using scuba scuba gear to dive under deep sea underwater. Like bring the back from the dead. Well, I don't like, think that should be like Batman an everyday himself, thing. In Gotham. Like he was. I don't even remember what happened to him. He was like shot into like the future. He was Omega Sanctin and like. His corpse was like almost like charred, but his corpse wasn't his corpse though. Like that was that, they, that was a Morrison reveal. Yeah, yeah, like, that I wasn't actually Bruce's. That like... wasn't his corpse, but like either way, like Batman was like dead, but then like yeah, he was like in a caveman. He kept on like time jumping, and uh, I remember really being let down by that miniseries. Well, I mean, I mean, the point is that like in my personal opinion, you know, when we we talk often about you know the relative like believability of like Batman themed stories. Um, I can I can take a lot of crap. I don't love people coming back to life, and I I know it's DC Comics, but like I think that should be like a well, rare occasion and not like you know and every it season. The question of like you know that that Lee said where she's like have him bring Mario back to life, like because if we have this like magic bring people back to life science, like yeah, like you know if I was Lee, I'd be like bring Mario back to life, and then it was also really dumb science too because it, I mean it literally was like. I mean, I don't. I forget what they said besides like electro volts. That's that's true. That had something to do with like Hugo Strange, you know, because like Hugo Strange was like bringing people back to life. Uh, but, but but like 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 Jerome, like like yeah. like what? How the hell? Well, I thought they were using like I, Hugo Strange like science or something because like it was. Did they? I don't. Did they mention him? I mean, they mentioned like well, uh, they say, Indian so Hill. Let me get this straight. The guys, you know, at Indian Hill who had custody of this body are being sent to Wayne Enterprises. The people. I guess that's the explanation. In the first place, like, yeah, Jim. Why? Oh yeah. What is that, Mickey Mouse or Bullock? Or just Fox? It was like, fine. I guess I get to play too, or like something like. I did like Lucius's constant, like, even though he is kind of a supporting role. I, I like being around. I, I well, especially good. because, like, last season we were making fun of how like he disappeared for like half the season, even though he was right. Yeah, he, he's he's appeared a lot. He's appeared more consistently. Yeah, even if he doesn't have a lot to do, like he he's still around. Like you know, it's the problem is like he's basically doing like a variation of like Nima's old job and like Lee's job. So I'm not I'm not quite sure. Like 
I'm not I'm not sure what his job is. Like, because sometimes he's like doing like science for like you know like Chloe Sullivan stuff for the GCPD, but he's supposed to like. What was his job in Wayne Enterprises? <laughs> like in this show, I don't remember. I mean, I remember he like took Bruce aside like when Bruce like you know told Wayne Enterprises for like the second time of like the the, the series, which he's done like five times since. Like, I know you're up to no good, and I'm going to stop you because he did he did that in that Viper episode, like. I, mm-hmm. I remember the names of the old episodes because we podcasted about them, but like it was like the fifth episode of the series or something with like the kaleidoscope killer. That was when he was like, "I intend to do an audit of the company because I know." Well, Lucius was didn't appear then. Lucius appeared near the end. Well, of the yeah, first season. yeah, that was when Bruce like did that. Like, no, Bruce did a board meeting. That wasn't when he saw Lucius. Like he like came in to see like one guy in particular. Maybe it was Lovecraft or something. I don't know. And then like on the way out, like maybe, Lucius is maybe. like, remember. Your dad's like he like told like Bruce like he, he was he was a true stoic yeah like stoic of course my dad has a book that reveals a back cave it's the only <laughs> <laughs> like like Lu- Lucius and Leslie appeared around the same like of episodes of that season of the year like I, Lucius wasn't there from the beginning yeah. like Leslie well well uh, it, but it's anyway weird that like yeah Leslie like not being there like for, from the beginning because she's such a part of the show now but actually let's talk about Leslie in this plot line like just. <laughs> being like enough of this and like going in and like stabbing a guy in the neck i thought she was gonna slice his throat for a second like i was like wait what's happening <laughs> nice. what the hell oh oh okay she's just doing this wait that's not much better and then i i asked the question why would you continue the work at the same place as the guy who like killed your husband that is a very, that's a very good question <laughs> yeah it's do you need you need the job yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right there i'm right there with you yeah yeah, I, I mean, like, I mean, I, I'm just wondering why she didn't move away, like where she came from, where she found met Mario, and being me or whatever, or go to the ho- or go to the hospital, like like he did, take over or his move job, to like wherever Deadpool like lives, and because, because Lucius took over her job for like a, an episode, right? Like I said, Lucius's role was like really confusing, but yeah, his his role is like is like a magic well, eight ball. Well, transfer to like another department or something, or like I don't know. It's just it. It's it reminds me no. of like, the Office, like to a lesser extent because there wasn't murder involved but like you know when Dwight and um no uh when Angela and Andy were engaged and then it turned out that like she was having sex with Dwight the whole time and like all all three of them found out and like they all continued to like work in the same office and like Dunder Mifflin isn't like one of those <laughs> yeah. it's not like one of those like big offices like this is like an office that's like smaller than like an elementary school like in terms it's very podunk. yeah like you're gonna like these people are gonna like see each other like every day like Andy has to see the fiance that like cheated on him and the guy that like she slept that she cheated on him with and like vice versa it's but like here it's even worse because it's like you're working with the guy that killed your husband and like even though I guess she understands well even that you're working with your ex who killed your husband yeah like quit (laughs) I mean all that being said and I agree with you I thought Marina McCarran has been doing great job ever since like the show came oh, back. Oh, totally. And this was another one of those. Yeah. Like, like she, she's she is seething with anger, <laughs> rightfully so. And actually, if she would open Tompkins Clinic, that would actually be that would actually be a good way to keep her in the show and like kind of justify her presence because people are getting hurt in Gotham all the time. Like, and then like you know Jim could like bring like some like character of the week there. Like Lee, I need you to patch him up. And then like. She could basically have the same attitude that she does to, like, Batman in the comics. Like, oh, Jim, 
when are you going to give up this lifestyle and like stop getting people hurt? You know, I didn't come here for a lecture. Lee. I came here to get my friend bandaged. <laughs> Jim, can I, can you, want, you want to have your throat looked at? <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> I've been waiting. I need a lozenge. I've been waiting for someone to ask for years. It's, oh, oh wow, that's much better. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the guy from the OC. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or Ben McKenzie when he does interviews. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and I love I, I love lo- Lee's scene with like Jerome where like she's recapping like the last like two seasons and like it, it cuts like a few times and he's like, so let me get this straight. This happened and this <laughs> Yep. <laughs> well, I, I, I feel that like we've kind of gone through like the other plots. I, I, would, I do want to talk about the whole Jerome. Oh, thing. that's what I figured we were doing right now. Yeah, like because yeah, we we finished right, but but, but, I, but I have more to say about that than anything else. Oh yeah, well yeah, I figured we were doing that. We we're just going kind of like almost character by character because we talked about um, we're talking about Lee with it. We King talked Wayne about and Lucius Fox. We talked about uh, yeah, but, but, yeah, yeah, Jerome. Okay, it's um, <sighs> I'm not happy with Jerome being brought back. You know, for, for some of the reasons that we mentioned, like the whole like I think dead people. Coming. I don't like that Gotham has this magic machine that can bring dead people back to life because it's it's too convenient of a thing to have where, like, you know, why can't Bruce use it on his parents? I mean, I guess he can't because they're, like, decomposed by now, but, like, you know what I mean. It's, um, why can't they use it on, um, uh, Kringle clone, you know, or anyone, well, I guess her body would be all mangled from the car crash, but anyone who dies, like, well, heck, even if their body is mangled by a car crash, like, Galavan's insides were probably, like, fricked up by that umbrella, and he still came back to life. It's... Well, here's... Well, first of all, they, like, their body off the 52 faceless Joker thing, which was utterly repellent, and, like... I Dude, this was different enough that, like... I felt like it might have been an homage to it, but I didn't feel like they were, like, directly adapting it, because these were much different... Well, at least it wasn't Joker's idea. Yeah. And then, like, when Jerome, like, stapled his face back on, it was obvious that, like, it it was obviously, you know, fake, which, like, duh, because it's a show. But you know what I mean? Like, it didn't look like a stapled-on face. It looked like a face with staples in it. Honestly, like, like his bloody, his, like, faceless face, the whole blood thing, it literally looked like they poured ketchup on his face. That was not a very good face. He didn't look like he was, especially when he says, where's my face? Like. Yeah, I I didn't buy it for an instant. (laughs) Uh. And again, like, I, this whole, like, cult of Jerome thing, I don't like Jerome being played up as, like, much more important than he is, especially because, like, in his first appearance on the show, he was just, like, a circus kid who, like, killed his mom because she slept with too many people. Yeah, I, I do want to talk about this. Um, now, I have two, two things about, okay, okay, I'll, I'll talk about that real quick first. We talked about last episode. This whole cult of Jerome thing. First of all, the fact that they're, they're like settling on calling him Jerome and not Valestra, or like, like they're like they're calling him by his first name. It sounds more like the show itself trying to market this version of the Joker rather than like how the characters would talk in real life. Like Jerome, Jerome, Jerome. She's going to get bring back Jerome. It's, it's like that. That sounds like really bad dialogue. Well, and every to me. time they say that, it on just top- like plays up the mystique of Jerome, like. They're gonna bring back Jerome, and Gordon's like, "Oh man!" Like as if like Jerome was like the worst thing the city ever seen. Not fish, not Falcone, 
Actually, definitely but, but, not. But, but, I, mean, I, I, I can, I can, <laughs> I can buy him being. Oh, I, I, I can buy him being like a threat that they don't want to face again. Yeah, but, but like they play it up. Like, as call if, him like, Jerome. As if they're like bringing Dormammu into this dimension or something. <laughs> Jerome, I uh, come to bargain. Well, I, I mean, I mean, this is a bad comparison, but it, it would be like, like you know, calling Hitler Adolf all over because it's his first name. Like, oh no, it's Adolf. It's, it's like it doesn't feel like real dialogue. Um, but but additionally, I I I this whole like cult of Jerome thing is really stupid. Now, I was reminded. Do you remember that story where um, like after? After um, Death in the Family and Killing Joke, where that like that fake Joker was running around, and Gordon and Batman were like going to have to face the Joker again yeah. for the first time since, like, it, it reminded me of that with like the fake Joker, like the guy from The Dark Knight, like. Yeah, but the, there was more Dwight. emotional weight to that. No, yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying that, 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 that this was anything as good as that, but like it reminded me of that where there was a fake like wannabe running around, uh, and. Th- it, it, it's like, you know, oh, the prophet or whatever. It's just, it's ludicrous. Okay. Now, so I, I hated all that crap. That being said, I mean, I And love, all the people doing those fake laughs. Yeah, uh, it, well, yeah, that's well, the thing. To Gotham, everybody who's evil is either somebody who wears, who has a tattoo and piercings and wears weird hair, or somebody who just laughs himself sick. Like, the Mad Hatter did it. Uh, I know Hugo Strange did it. I'm pretty sure that, like, the Scarecrow did it. Penguin always does it. Riddler always does it. Barbara always does it. And I, every time every time the characters laugh themselves evilly, I want to punch them in the face, because it's just shorthand for, like, they're evil, and it, no one acts like that. That being said, though, I love uh, Cameron Monaghan's uh, character, his, his his acting. I think he's a great Joker. And, I, and, like, every time... For some reason, this show really can't write his villains very well, but he... The writing for this, his character is absolutely perfect. Like, they nail this version of that character. And, like, I really enjoy his dialogue, his acting. Like, he's kind of, like, the way his voice goes kind of goes up and down. And, like, the way he kind of, like, switches from being serious to jokey. Uh, so every time he was on screen, I was in, I was having a good time. Otherwise, it was, it was like, the, a bunch of wannabes running around trying to impress the show. And, like... I'm really looking forward to the next episode based on what the preview showed from us, and I, I really liked what we saw from the, the Jerome character. The cult guys could go take a flying leap for all I care. With the, like, wearing, like, the, the like, meat face, like, yes, it's me, Jerome. You're not Jerome. Darn, the jig's up. No, I'm not Jerome, but you're Jerome. He's Jerome. We're all Jerome. No, we're not. Damn it. I'm a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. Because we're all dudes, hey. Over Thanksgiving break, um, one of the kids that I was, like, watching, um, uh, Good Burger was on TV, and we watched it, and there's, like, a metal remix of, like, oh, my dude, she's, like, in the middle of that movie. Oh, wow. Like, <laughs> we had a good time watching all the 90s-isms, though. It was, it was interesting. Mondo Burger. And, uh, <laughs> Carmen and um, what, isn't the girl in that, like, um, Kevin Federline's Baby Mama? Oh, Britney Spears? No, oh. not no. His other one, um, like Shar Jackson or something, or I don't remember. I, I wouldn't. Okay. Know. Well, regardless, uh, Jerome and stuff. I, by the way, Gordon. I mean, Gordon's broken so many rules, but like when you have someone on like on the phone and they have hostages, it's my understanding, and I'm not a cop. I could be wrong. It's my understanding you're supposed to keep them on the phone and you're not supposed to aggravate them. And Gordon's like, "Huh, you're boring me." And then he like hangs up the phone. Like this person's got hostages. Don't do that. 
Yep. It did. Re- it did remind me of the Arkham games when like they crawl in like through the um, the air vent and like go up behind them and like take them out because I don't know how many. I know you played the first Arkham game, um, but like that was like one of the like staples. You'd like crawl through an air vent and like go behind people and like you'd press Y on your Xbox button and like silently take the guy out. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, um, I, I love the line of like, ah, so I'm going to have to kill Gallivan. Oh, he already died. Who killed him? Which time? Which is the second time that the show's made that joke, but like, I don't care. Like, they can make that joke as many times as they want. <laughs> I mean, it, it was fun. I, I don't want to do it again because like that little, uh, ruin his goodwill for it. But it, it, it was, it's funny how the show acknowledges the craziness of itself. It's like, why do you hate Tim Gordon? He killed my husband on my wedding night. Oh. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Go ahead, laugh. Oh, I am. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Ah, ha. <laughs> I, 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 thought, I thought he was fun. And I, I like, I like, um, you notice that they're, they're ripping off a lot of the whole Heath Ledger videotape thing from The Dark Knight. Yeah, like he's, they're always yeah, doing that. Yeah, and like, and he's dressed as a cop again, which like he did like last, you know, season two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, which is which is an interesting like thing. I, I guess that's one of the um, things that bothered me about Jerome is that like in his first episode, <sighs> he wasn't the Joker. Well, he was the Joker. I mean, he he was definitely like a Joker like suspect, but like. He was a circus kid who, like, killed his mom. And then, like, well, that was... It wasn't like there was a grand battle. It was like, you know, they got him to confess. And then, like, you know, they arrested him. That Like, that was it. But, like, then all of a sudden, like, at the beginning of season two, he was, like, played up as this big thing, like, in all the marketing. Like, as if, like, you know, he was, like, the leader of the Sinister Six or something like that. Like, and it was, like, Gordon took him down with, like, very, very, like, little problem. In fact, like... I remember that episode, him and Lee were, like, arguing over, like, solving mysteries. It's like, ooh, let's go, like, they were arguing over if psychics were real, and then, like, because it was the blind fortune teller was, like, Jerome's father and stuff like that, and... Well, I mean, again, I I, I hated the idea of... He played up as, like, this large... I I don't like him being this larger-than-life figure, I guess, when, like, in his first appearance, he he was, like... It's kind of, like to a lesser extent, the whole, like, you were complaining about Spencer Smythe, how he was like, oh, well, back to the drawing board, then, like, all of a sudden. Like, I don't even remember Jerome putting up a yeah. fight when they arrest him in um, his first appearance. Well, they had him in police custody, so he couldn't really go anywhere. Well, then it's like, it's like from that episode to season two, he it was like with him and Barbara, they just assumed villain roles. It, it, we didn't, the show didn't care about their motivations. They were just like, all of a sudden, Jerome went from like this guy who killed his mom to like a guy who endorsed craziness as a philosophy, killing joke style. And it's just because Joker, you see, and it's it's, it's like they they really think that that's that, that's the best about it. And I suppose there's not a, I, I mean, I would just rather they not have him in the show. But the actor is so entertaining. Um, I can see the temptation. Um, but writing ha 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 everywhere and like, I would honestly, honestly, I would rather they just call him the Joker. Like, like trying to trying to sell him as Jerome, it feels very, very weak. So, if he becomes the Joker before Bruce is Batman, would you be? Would you? I feel like we won't have a choice because we already have like the Penguin and Mister Freeze and all this Fair crap. Enough. I feel I feel, I feel I feel powerless at this point. <laughs> Honestly, that's the way to do it. Just just embrace it. Like, why not? Like. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, Master B. That was quite a fight we had with. Um, uh, uh, I'm trying to think, like, of like someone who he fights like late, late in his career. That was quite a. That Bane. was quite a fight we had with Bane and uh, and the League of Assassins. 
yes, Alfred. But now it's time for me to prepare for, you know, like my battle with, you know, David Kane, who just framed me for the murder of my classmate, Vesper Fairchild. <laughs> what do you mean framed? Exactly. <laughs> As they like walk past like the, the like dead body of Vesper Fairchild on the mansion floor. <laughs> because they did kill her. <laughs> because. <laughs> because what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that being said, um, I get things are weird because like Davi Mazal's called like the last episode with like Gordon and Lee's well two episodes ago like the mid-season finale but then like Davi Mazal said on Twitter oh actually this next one coming next week is the mid-season finale so so the, the, pro, the promo for next episode says the on the on the winter finale and that's finale, what said so that's like it's really weird because like <laughs> I don't know why they're doing that and that actually makes me nervous that like when they come back they're going to like go weekly like and just marathon it which um as a gotham viewer i don't mind but as a gotham podcaster like you're gonna kill me <laughs> well i mean i mean the implies that they're taking a break i mean do we know how long it looks april really it looks like when i looked at futon critic but like that's subject to change it, it's weird because it's like it's it's, it's only that's a few more months till the season's over like but but if if they're not going to have any episodes from now until April after, or next week until April, it, that is X Files. That, that is like, bizarre. Gave us, like a long hiatus, like last year. So like, but you know what? They are running a ten a ten episode miniseries about like police shootings that no police one asked for. Maybe police that's it. shoes, police shootings. Oh, I thought you said police shoes, and I was like, God, no one asked for that at all. Fox, yeah, Fox is running like a, a ten miniseries starring Sonal Lathan about police. About a, a, a black cop who shoots a white kid. Because Fox thinks they're funny, um, so maybe that's going to interrupt uh, Gotham's flow. Uh, that, that would fit the timeline. <laughs> starring Davi, starring um, Ben McKenzie. Ben McKenzie shoots Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ben McKenzie, we got like, Lucius Fox shoots Bruce Wayne. But um, I mean, I, I, I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, only Steven Universe honestly has that kind of weird schedule where you go so long without in between episodes. Uh, um, Cartoon Network does that for a lot of their shows. They've like long been criticized for that. Like, um, I used to listen. Oh, okay, okay. It's not just because Steven Universe goes like an ungodly amount of time in between episodes. Their episodes are, like fifteen minutes long. Well, in that. fact, like, didn't Cartoon Network do that with Young Justice as, as well? And um, um, yeah, they did actually. Yeah, I guess, and, and, the, I, and, and people who watch Star Wars: The Clone Wars complained about that all the time. Like, it was it was always really weird. Because cause I guess though, the, around the Young Justice was the start of that. Because I don't remember that that being a thing until around that time. Every Cartoon Network like show that I've heard of does this, and like every and I, and I've been hearing people complain about it since like Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Like Cartoon, well, yeah, sure, they have a right to complain about it. Yeah, like Cartoon Network doesn't do things the traditional way, but this isn't Cartoon Network. This is Fox. So. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, but, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I, I don't like, know if the other... The whole winter finale, like, I do... I, I was, like, really into the end of this episode, and when it ended, I was like, wait, no, it can't end like this. Like, I was ready for, like, you know, the next one. And what what I, hooked you? I, 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 I was hooked, and, like, when there was, like, eight to remain, I was like, oh, man, how are we going to resolve all in time? So, um, th- that's a good way to end an episode, you know. That, what, 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 what specifically was, like, really getting you? I think just everything happening in general, like, you know, um, uh, go, uh... Uh, I I think the Riddler plotline, you know, the Riddler Penguin plotline, kind of like coming to a head, was one of the things. 
just definitely a com- a combination of everything, and you know, I felt bad for Bruce and Selena. I want them to. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure if they broke up or not. I mean, it, it wasn't a definitive breakup, but like they're not good. And then she has that line again because you know we're talking about like why she's mad at him. Like she blames it on Bruce. She's like, you know, she never would have come back if it wasn't for you. Whatever, I, she'll get over it. I kind of, I, I kind of find Selena's anger like to be really. Um, Kind of like unwelcome. Like I, I would rather her be angry in a situation where I, I would like uh, not see the entire geography of, of the plot line. I just watched the promo for um, uh, the the art of making enemies. Uh, that looks for some for some reason he's like. I will see you again. It looks like he's like mad at Alfred. So like, is Bruce like? Right? I, I, I thought, first thing I thought he said like, "I will see you dead." I was like, he didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, I'll be, you'll be dead. Um, Jerome, uh, Bruce uh, rematch. So this could be fun. By the way, when they were talking about like, there's like a chemical plant that like Riddler, I guess, is like being held at or something. Like, I, 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 I was almost like getting worried. Like, oh man, is Jerome gonna like go to this like chemical plant and like, you know get acid on him and become the jerker already yeah. well I mean they might as well they might as well I mean that's all he's missing right besides Harley Quinn uh, rumor which has I guarantee it. they'll get they'll get to you like probably next next season well especially with all like the whole suicide squad like stuff and uh, like how popular Harley Quinn is right now like it's it, it's it, it's easy money like I would hope that they wouldn't, but honestly, like, if I was, like, a Warner Brothers executive or a TV executive, I would say, this Harley Quinn character is popular, let's add her here to improve ratings. And then, like, I don't know, like, Danny Allen or, like, Bruno Heller would be like, oh, actually, uh, it makes sense with the narrative of the show. No, no, it's a Batman show. Oh, Josh, you sweet, precious child. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but uh, I could see a TV executive, like, mandating them to do it because Harley Quinn is, you know, very popular. Especially with little girls too, like my friend's eight-year-old daughter loves Harley Quinn, and it like, it, but but to but to her like Harley Quinn is like the Harley Quinn from DC superhero girls, and <laughs> whenever whenever we have to like play dolls, she always like grabs the Harley Quinn doll and says Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn, <laughs> Harley Quinn, like she's PewDiePie or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really I really like the um. The promo because I think I I quite honestly think that like Bruce and Jerome should have more of a relationship than like you know Gordon and Jerome and also it, it kind of looks like an Enter the Dragon kind of thing which is a really cool reference to make um, I'm I'm just down for that kind of uh, face off like I remember I seeing on Twitter once like like a, a fan art of Jerome and and Bruce with, with Joker and Batman shows and that kind of that kind of stuff's cool. Oh. By the way, um, our, our New Year's Eve. Um episode like we we did predict that like jerome would like be reanimated but in fairness um i think we were basing that off of the fact that like he was in one of those indian hill uh like um nora freeze tanks so like it's not like we just made that up off the top of our head <laughs> bully on us then well well like i said it, it's another like one of our april fools like traditions that like you know, or predictions that is that is coming true. So we just need uh, <laughs> watch out, Belgium. We're coming for you. <laughs> Grab your butts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so until next time, this is Josh. 
And this is Don. And you've been listening to the Gotham Chronicle podcast. City of justice.